Blog Talk Radio. Contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press 1 to speak. You can reach us on the Internet at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Queen Mothers For Real and listen to the show live. You can also contact us on Facebook at Provocative Thoughts PT Community Organization. Tonight's topic, a strong black man. What are the attributes of a strong black man? Is it his strength? Is his strength measured by his economic prosperity, his ability or adaptation to roles culture perceived as a male or female role? Is it his ability to lead if he has to or when he is capable? Is it his ability to support the black female, black family, black community, and abroad? Is it his ability to define himself and nurture the consciousness of his brothers and sisters? Is it his ability to educate the world community and stimulate positive energy? Is it his ability to struggle against principalities in high and low places that seek to oppress, exploit, manipulate, subjugate, and exterminate the black consciousness and or presence? What is a strong black man? Who is a strong black man? Why? The definition of the word strong, just briefly, we did this strong black woman last week, and I want to be fair. So strong by definition, having a showing alert, great body or muscular power, physically strong, accomplished or Delivered by great physical, mechanical, et cetera, power force, mentally powerful, vigorous, strong mind, um, competent, of great moral power, firmness, of courage, power and influence, aggressive, willful, a strong personality. Here are some answers uh, to that question of 
what is a strong black man? That's the answer. Intellectual, respectful, and sophisticated. They are usually kind and generous. They are devoted and loyal to whoever and whatever. Well-spoken. Knows how to treat a lady and will respect her as if she is his mother in her. As, as if he sees his mother in her. Realizes that he is a man and acts that way. They are overachievers all time, and they have self-respect and know what they believe in. They also take responsibility for what they know is theirs. They have common sense to a hater and know how to brush them off, which I see plenty of in this form forum right now. Believe me, I know what they are, like because I've seen plenty, and I know many. The world full of them. It's a shame. Thugs and disrespectful boys are the ones usually portrayed. A strong black man knows what he is, what he needs to do, and gets the job hardworking. He's drama-free, kind, no rap sheet, and a gentleman. A man with a heart and bravery and is brave, who is not a coward and would do what he has to do to defend himself his family, even if it means killing or being killed. No rap sheet, but plenty of strong black men have been to jail. Isn't that hard when your black trust me that includes Malcolm X and Martin Luther King? Well, some black men have been to jail and, and have become uh, are recognized as strong black men as this person is referring to. As we know, Martin Luther King has been incarcerated for standing up for what he believed was right, and Malcolm X has been incarcerated for doing the wrong thing. Um, the Black Man's Tour, the Black, the Manhood Tour. This is a quote from a young lady I used last week. Every time I hear the term strong black woman, I cringe. In fact, every time I hear a sister brag about being a strong black woman, I get extremely annoyed. I'm annoyed that. No other cultural group of women wears strength as a badge of honor except black women. I'm annoyed that the expression of a woman's strength is often clothed in bitterness and frustration. I'm annoyed that our culture glorifies this handcrafted concept of a strong black woman as something that she should be celebrated rather than redefined. I'm annoyed because it lets millions of black men off the hook. Why step up as men? And be strong if our women have already sworn to die hard allegiance to it. Sworn a die hard allegiance to it. I'm annoyed because it keeps women trapped in a prison that they desperately want to get out of, though many have refused to admit it. Is a strong black woman indicative of the absence of a black man, a strong black man? The rise of the single father. There's a record 8% of households with minus children in the United States which are headed by a single father, which is up from 1% in 1960, according to a Pew Research Center analyst of the census. The number of single father households increased about ninefold since 1960 from less than 300,000 to more than 2.6 million in 2011. 
In comparison, the number of single mother households increased more than four times during that time period, up to 8.6 million in 2011 from 1.9 million in 1960. As a result, men make up a growing share of the single parent household. In 1960, about 40% of single parent households were headed by fathers. Today, almost one quarter, 24% are. I'm going to go ahead and move along to what some people say that are, is an impairment to uh, a father's, um, a, a black male's ability to be in the household. Not that that's the only designation of a black male, because I think we have a responsibility to our community and to uh, the world community abroad. We have a responsibility to ourselves, our mates, our families, our community, and the world community. There are seven ways to warm poverty destroys fatherhood. One of the ways welfare program created disincentives for couples to get married because benefits are reduced as a family income rises. A mother will receive a far more will receive far more from welfare if she is single than if she is if she has an employed husband in the home. For many low-income couples, marriage means a reduction in government assistance and an overall decline in the couple's joint income. The myth, fathers don't earn enough to contribute significantly, significantly to the support of the mothers and child. This is not true in most cases. Eight out of ten unmarried fathers are employed at the time of their child's birth according to Robert Rector, Senior Research Fellow in the Domestic Policy Studies Department of the Heritage Foundation. Black fathers are treated as marginal figures. Opinions, leaders, and policymakers tend to treat black unmarried fathers as socially marginal deadbeat, an unmarriageable residue of little social or economic significance to the extent that the fathers are remembered at all. They are seen as largely useless, capable of little more than modest child support payment. This does little to encourage them to become more involved in their children's life. Black out of wedlock, wedlock birth rate skyrocketing. The rate went from 24% in 1964 to 50.3% in 1976. It continued to rise rapidly, reaching 70.7% .7 in 1994. Over the next decade, it declined slightly, but then began to rise again, reaching 72.4% in 2008, some sociologists say that once mothers receive government support, the link between marriage and having children was severed in the mind, in their minds. Fathers were no longer necessary during the course of the 50 years beginning 
1964. The stereotype of the missing and negligent black father took hold and out of the black community. This is indicative of the deterioration or disregard for or absence of moral and ethical standards governing or guidelining sexual behavior in the black community, in the black culture. It appears to be indicative of the negligence of both the black male and female. What appears to happen here is that poverty and their attempt to survive and increase their economic quality of life, I don't know how you might view getting subsidies as uh, quality, but they're doing that bad that subsidized uh, subsidies from the government is viewed as a, a much necessary uh, inclusion in their lives. So in order to get more money from the government, I have to, the man has to be absent. Maybe he's not even absent at all. Just on paper, he's absent. I don't know. I'm not going to say uh, what everyone is doing. Sometimes he is absent, and he's absent for many reasons. He may be deceased. He may be incarcerated. He may be somebody else's man. We don't know. To receive public assistance, mothers must turn the fathers in. That goes to the, what we were just speaking about. You have to basically persecute your uh, baby father for to receive uh, government assistance. Kind of like a double-edged uh, issue there because if you have a child, you want to be there, and you want to uh, stand as the father of your child, but in order to get this money, you must uh, give the name of this individual up. And this is a deterrent for some individuals. Fathers met with suspicion, suspicion at public institutions. That follows us to see that such rare presence in many communities that they report being met with suspicion in places like hospitals and schools. The absence of the, we just spoke about how the, the, the black fathers, some black fathers are just not there due to the systemic uh, treatment that they receive. And the result of that is they appear to some people to not to be present. It's a big deal if one shows up, man. We're not that rare. I'm a black man myself. We're not rare commodities. But a lot of times that he's not involved in the children's lives and it becomes a, an issue in itself. Men got the message. Their contribution is not needed. They're being treated as if they don't count. The sociologists and mental health professionals would attest for at least two generations these government policies have set to black men, have sent to black men a loud and clear message in the black community. Their contributions to households aren't needed. They know the mother, having become accustomed by the system to judge the value of the partner based on financial contributions to the household, will often be less interested in their assistance in raising the children. In millions of cases, this has sapped their willingness and desire to make a stronger case to be in the children's lives, even after they no longer have a romantic relationship with the mother. Ironically, a recent study revealed that black fathers are actually more involved with their children's lives than white Hispanic fathers when given the chance. 
but the rules of the system have made it increasingly unlikely in poor, I want to repeat that, unlikely in poor communities that this involvement will come as a married member of the same household as the child. So poverty is a major, has a major impact on anybody's strength and power. Because since we live in an economic society, poverty is really going to impact on how much power you are perceived to have as we live. As this said, you're not perceived as strong if you don't have the ability to provide for your family. So therefore, if you don't have money, you don't you can't provide. So what poverty can facilitate or courage is crime as a method of you have a call. We have a caller. What no. we about this stuff? Uh-huh. Yes. Caller? Hello? Okay, I'm going to go. We have ahead. another caller. We have another caller. Welcome to Provocative Thoughts. Oh, he messing up already. Hello. Hello? Yes. Welcome to Provocative Thoughts. How you doing? Is this Colton? I mean, Colton? Yes, How sir. you doing? It's Lavelle. How you doing, Lavelle? This is our frequent caller. Yeah. Uh, nice topic we had. Last, last, last week you had strong black woman. Now you got a strong black man. Well, what I know is, uh, I'm not going to say much today, but um, you need two strong people for it to really obtain a household. You could have a strong black woman to obtain a household if the man wasn't there, but you can also have a strong black man if the woman wasn't there. But combined, it's like an awesome team. I mean, that makes a strong household too. So I think both of them is very relevant when it comes to that, you you, you really need um, strength in the household to, uh, for for a provider, for male or female, you know, because nowadays kids need both parents a lot of times, you know, because it's it's so bad out here. Okay, well, what is this? What what that look like? What's a strong black woman, man? What's that look? What's a strong black man look like? Well, how do I know I'm in the household of a strong black man? Well, I guess everybody has their own um, incentives of a strong black male, but a strong black male is somebody that basically can hold it down, you know, keep their keep their um, part of the deal, you know, as far as being also also being a provider, and when when things get um, rough between the couple, they can. Um, you know, they can um, uh, just be there for each other and work problems out because, you know, even though if you have a strong, even even though if you have a strong household, you know, you're still going to come across problems. So, you know, basically you should, you know, a man should just, you know, just, just, um, do what he's supposed to do as being a, a, a good husband or 
a good provider for his family also, you know, being there for when they need it, you know, make sure he also take care of his kids too, you know, spend some quality time, you know, spend some quality time with his kids and his wife or girlfriend, whoever it may be. And um, somebody that shows, you know I mean, you know, they can basically hold it down. Okay, so a strong black man, if he's, if he's unemployed, is he, how can he be a strong black uh, man? And I'm, I'm not saying that he can't. I'm just asking, in your opinion, how can an unemployed black man be a strong black man? Well, um, what I think a strong black man, if he's unemployed, you know, he can get out there and just try. You know, even if he got a, you know, not illegal but even if he got to try to find, like, an under-the-table job or something, uh, like a provider, and be there, if the one, if, if his lady's working and he's not working, you know, um, maybe he have to, you know, for a while until he can come up, come up with a job, maybe he could have to stay home and take care of the kids and cook and all that. Because that's, 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 that's all in one. You know, we're looking at a, you know, a... a um, this is a whole a whole package deal that you're dealing with. So, you know, it's just, you know, if that's being, that's being part of a, a strong a strong black male, you know, as far as even if he's not working, you know, he's got to help out. That's being also being strong, not just go out and just hang out with his boys all the time, don't want to do nothing. That's a weak man, you know. Doing what he's supposed to do, even if he's unemployed, he still has to provide in some way. That's also being strong. Right. Okay, so he's unemployed. He has other qualities that are beneficial to his family, right? Right. Because he has to be a provider too. Community, right? Because he has no job does not mean he's useless in the community. Is that what we're saying? Right, because you know, I mean, even though you know things happen to all of us at at, a, at um, some point in time, just because the man don't have a job, that means you don't have to downgrade him. And and I know a lot of times I've seen in my in my life I've seen strong women even downgrading the man because he don't have a job. But if you stick behind him and he's doing what he's supposed to do, you know, then I, I think that's that's still being strong, you know. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people do put put a person down. Now I can understand it, just like I was saying. Like if he was just hanging out, doing nothing, you know, or you know, or, or just being lazy. Period. Don't want to do anything. That's not being strong, you know. That's being that's being a weak man because you know you have you have kids just like she have kids, or you have a wife or a household that you're trying to maintain. So you have to go out there and and take the initiative to do. To uh, help provide and do the things that you're supposed to do too. Okay. Well, so he has to have some kind of moral and ethical uh, character in order to. Uh, right. Right, because I don't, you know, it's just plenty of guys out here that ain't got no jobs. And I don't look down on them until you know their background. You can't really judge a book by its cover. A lot of people do, but you can't. You don't know what that person is going through. So he could also be a strong black man, but he's, right now he's in a downfall. He's in, he's in, he, he might have just went through some type of crisis where he can't really get off his feet. And nowadays it's 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 really hard out here. 
because nothing easy. Jobs are hard to get, you know. Um, so basically, like I was saying, you know, even though he can't find a job, he still has to be a provider in some way, whether it's finance, taking care of responsibilities, or or just being there. Even just the just even if it's just to listen at what you know what uh, his his spouse is saying, you know, just being there for them. It's for companionship, just to listen. That's also being strong because a lot of times the guy, he'd be like, oh, man, I don't want to hear that. She talking this, talking that. The same thing, the opposite for a woman, same thing. I feel the same way, you know, you know. So that's just my opinion on that situation. I mean, a lot of people might think I'm wrong. Some people probably think I'm right, but that's my opinion. You have to provide some 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 kind of circumstances. You have to be a provider. So you're saying strong is not a negative uh, designation uh, reference. Being strong. Yes. No, I don't. I don't think it's a negative. I don't think it's negative. Um, we had plenty of strong people that and survived different things like uh, slavery. And all that. And them were strong people too, strong black men and women that went through the struggle. They are strong too, you know. And they had to do what they had to do to get to where we are now. Because right. if it wasn't for the strong people back then, we wouldn't be here. Mm. So. That's interesting because someone sent me some information regarding strong black women and how they make reference to those people that you're speaking about and. Uh, they should be strong because those people were strong, but you know that you know that doesn't help them because it's, no. they're not able to do that, and it creates depression. So I was just right. wondering if we want this black man to be, uh, are we asking him to be Superman? And apparently, we have a systemic uh, approach to castrating him. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And, and I'm not using that as an excuse because you still can have morals and ethics even if you have the whole world against you. You can still have. Yeah, morals. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't um, um, say that uh, you have to be Superman. You just have to help out and do your part. You know, just like um, you know, there's plenty of people like you said, even though they struggled back in back in the day. You know, like. Uh, Alexander Graham Bell, you know, he, they, you know, you know what he invented. You know, they say he invented uh, the telephone, but it was a black guy. I can't think of his name right offhand, but it was a black guy behind him that invented. I think the the, the uh, generator that goes into the phone. I read this somewhere, but right. he was a strong man to even be in the background to to you know what I mean to even to even get to that that point. Where he was recognized, but some things you know they don't you know people don't want us to know about, but it's out there. We just got to read and do the educate ourselves and do the homework, you know. Because even if you educate yourself, you can still learn how to become a strong black man, whether you know or not. There's there's different ways. All you have to do is educate yourself, and you'll see how. Well, you know, failure to thrive in an economic matrix which promotes Economics as a means of prosperity, manhood, and success. Some people right. end up in the social justice system. End up. Uh, oh, we have another caller. We have another caller. Yeah. 
We have another oh. caller, uh, Bill. Thanks for calling in. All right. Have a good day, and I'll right. see you next week. Next caller. Welcome to Provocative Thought. Hello. Caller, first one, if you want to speak. You want to hear what you have to say. I got unmuted. I didn't. I was just trying to listen. I wasn't ready okay, to speak. Yeah, I'm not ready to speak. I just got unmuted. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to go right in here. Poverty can facilitate and encourage crime as a method of earning an income and even becoming economically successful. One of the consequences of crime is incarceration. There are 318.9 million people in the United States. About 40% of them are black, African-American. The incarceration rates are disproportionately for black men or men of color. One in every 15 African-American men and one in every 36 Hispanic men are incarcerated in comparison to one in every 106 white men. According to the Bureau of Justice Statistics, one in three black men can expect to go to prison in their lifetime. Black men are in prison or jail or on probation or parole. No, more black men are in prison or jail, on probation or parole than were enslaved in 1850 before the Civil War began, says Michelle Alexander. Ms. Alexander is a law professor at the at Ohio State. She had been brought in to discuss her bestseller, The New Jim Crow, Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colorblindness. While people of color make up about 30% of the United States population, they account for 60% of those incarcerated. These numbers also add to the, or take away from the strength of the uh, black man, because he, if you're not, if you're absent, your strength is absent. If you're incarcerated, your strength is absent, whether you're perceived as a strong black man or not. If you're not strong, you can't get stronger, and your family is less likely to benefit from your strength if you are incarcerated. Obama once quoted was, was quoted as saying there were more black men in college, in prison, than there were in colleges. That was later on to be found as not, not totally correct. But the result was that there are 1.4 million black men in college right now, and there are about 840,000 black men in prison. 840,000 is a lot of black men in prison. Failure to thrive in, in, the, in the economic matrix plays a big role. If you want the black male to succeed economically, if he's to be defined by his economic ability to provide for his family, being a provider, he cannot provide for his family and systemically it's not in his favor to be president in his family, and for whatever reason, he either is not there on paper, 
or he doesn't choose to marry or whatever reason, because we also have this increase in our wedlock uh, birth, which sex is natural. We know that, and it's natural for people to mate and have families, and that's normal. But in an economic system that's not provided for them, that creates a problem. And the black man being perceived as a provider, not being able to provide in that matrix, is headed down the road to incarceration through crime. Also, homicide is the leading cause of death amongst young black men, says FAU researcher. The number one cause of death for African-American males 15 to 34 is murder. This is uh, Juan Williams. Williams is a writer. He said on the Fox News Sunday, according to the CDC, no one killed a black man between the ages of 15 to 34. Accidents uh, was murder. Accidents ranked second in cause of death and suicide paying the third amount of black male lives between 15 and 24 years old. While heart disease ranked third for men 24 to 34, which is, that was interesting too. So we appear to have uh, the debt stacked against the uh, black man. Palm Beach County homicides reported that homicides kill five times as many 8- to 24-year-old black men as car accidents, according to statistics compiled by Dr. Charles H. Hennigan of the FAU School of Medicine and other researchers. Death is inevitable, but premature death is not, including among black, young black men. This is a this devastating epidemic. It's an epidemic of black men murdering each other. So, the here we have a systemic impact on the black male or the black family, the black relationship, and the black man not being able to thrive in the system, ending up in places incarcerated, or dead on an epidemic level. It's a disproportionate amount of black men that are incarcerated. We know that black men have been incarcerated and have come out and become productive citizens of the uh, country, family, community, and so forth. I'm mean, just going to use Malcolm X as an example of a man who had a life of crime, was incarcerated, turned his life around, and became a, a extremely uh, positive image in the community. Martin Luther King was incarcerated for standing for what he believed was right against the tyranny of then the laws, the segregation laws, and against the... Uh, people of color in this country. But what is a strong black male? What are some of the attributes of a strong black male? I heard a brother say he, he has moral and 
and ethical values that he adheres to him. That means that he knows the difference between good and bad. He chooses good over bad. That he respects what's right. That he has that his sexual desires uh, not supersede his moral and ethical values. Sounds like lately our sexual desires have maybe superseded our moral and ethical values with the increase of uh, children out of wedlock. See, it sounds like marriage is not a uh, prerequisite for sex or for child um, bearing. Now that we have to, whether you're impoverished or not, is something that we should be able to deal with. You don't have to be rich to choose a mate that you respect and love and care for to um, reduce the incidence of children um, out of wedlock. Does can you respect love, require love, and give love? Well, again, that children that increase the children being uh, been born out of wedlock kind of speaks to maybe we don't love each other. We want each other, and we love being with each other sexually, but we don't actually love each other, meaning that we indicated that we don't know how to love each other. Because if we knew how to love each other, maybe we would be with a person that we want to care for, have a child that we want to care for, that we want to be there for, whether we're poor or rich. We should value communication. Before we choose to be with someone, we need to communicate. We need to sit down and talk, find out who we are, who he is, who she is. You should not be afraid to stand against popular standards, opinions, trends, fashions, and moral and ethical attitudes. Stand, as Brother said, for what's right, for what's good, what's best for you. What is a strong black man? Is he a man that everybody's afraid of? Are you afraid of him? Guy in the community that everyone is fearful of? Is that a strong black man? A man that will hurt you? Or is the man that will help you? The man that everybody runs to for help? Is he a strong black man? Who's strong? Who's strong? Which man's strength is beneficial to the community? The, the man is violent that will hurt you, or the man that will help you if you need help. It doesn't mean that he's giving out money to everybody. It's a man who's giving out information, guidance. Who's strong? Who's the strongest? Who's strong? Well, we won't say the strongest because this is not a competition about what strength is, but we need to find what a strong black man is and apparently, it needs to be redefined what a strong black woman is from what I've been seeing. So is this image of a strong black man a super image based on some of the obstacles that the black man in this country has to face? So is he strong for staying with his family, standing in front of the judge, the 
Welfare Bureau, DPW, whatever it's called now, is he strong for leaving his family or given the perception that he's not there, thus tarnishing his image as a man in the eyes of some people who debase him as a man, as a person, because they feel that he's just a, a sperm donor, as I hear uh, quote some women, sperm donor. What's a strong black man? Is he there for his family, there for himself? If he can't provide for himself, he doesn't have a job, how is that, how is that man perceived in the community? What if he can't find a job for years? He just have not found a job. What if the job he has is not paying him a, a lot of money? Still, his family struggles. If he perceived a strong black man, it's economic, a big part of being a strong black man in an economic uh, capitalist society. It's not like he can go out and kill a bull, bring it home and eat, chop some wood down, put the house, or anything like that. He is dependent on the economic and the uh, of the, the economic system of the country to become a provider. He's dependent on other men, actually, other powerful people, in order to provide. As I hear, I hear that term used, provide. But we live in a system of dependency. Uh, no matter where you are, you work for somebody, then you're dependent on someone to employ you. So what's a strong black man? Because those who are employed today could be unemployed tomorrow. So if he's employed and strong, the minute he loses his job, uh, uses all the money out of his bank account, pulls that money out of that drawer, the minute he's out of all of that, is, is he not perceived as a strong black man? I want to know. Listen, do we have any comment? What is a strong black man? Why is he strong? Black men have, in this country, came from the ashes of slavery, bondage, torture, murder, rape, segregation, lynching, and we're still here. Black people, black men still here, down there in government. We had an a African-American president of the United States, not of the black people. He's president of the United States. Arguably, that, that's a feat for him as an individual. Would you say that Barack was a strong black man to be president of the United States, to, to endure eight years in the White House? Would he be considered a strong black man? Not just because he's the leader of the, the military of the United States, because of what he has to endure as president of the United States. Would, that be, would he be a strong black man as a black man? Now, that's not an easy job. Is Barack a strong black man? Is Muhammad Ali a strong black man? He stood up against the United States um, to defend his right to refuse the fusion into the United States Army based on his religious belief that impacted on his income. 
for his strong black man. Marcus Garvey said, let's go back to Africa. Be a strong black man. You have a caller. We have a caller. Welcome to Provocative Talks. Hello? Hello? First one to speak. Go ahead, Carl. Okay. Medgar Evers, civil rights activist, Mark. Martin Luther King, we all know Martin Luther King, brothers uh, shot down and went down south, standing for the rights of people of color, inequality in America. Is this a strong black man? Would you say he was a strong black man? Not a perfect man. Malcolm X wasn't a perfect man, but he was a strong black man. He was strong at the core of moral equality. He, he developed that. Shaka Zulu, that's a black man not of this country, of Africa, united the South African tribe. What about Hannibal? You say that was a strong black man? It's with two Hannibals. I don't know if anybody knows that. It's his father and his son. They fought the Punic War against the European Rome. Is that a strong black man, George Washington Carver? His mind, he did so many things as a peanut. I can't even count him. But he's a strong black man, Hotep, father of medicine. In Egypt, Kemet, ancient Kemet. Is that a strong black man? What is a strong black man? Your father who was there for you in your house. Guiding you through life, tracks your father who was there for you, who was not present in your home, guided who guided you through life's mazes and twists and turns. Is that a strong black man? Does a strong black woman contribute to a strong black man? There's a story about there's a biblical story about a man by the name of Samson who loved a woman by the name of Delilah. But Delilah did not have his best interest in hand. And eventually, his love for Delilah caused his downfall. But with Samson, a strong black man, even though he had a weakness for we have a caller. Caller. We have a caller. Welcome to Providing Thoughts. Caller. Go ahead, call. Okay. So what's a strong black man? Is he strong because of his is he weak because of his, at because there's a strong black woman as the Young lady kind of said that the strong black woman, that's the black man, she didn't even say strong black man, she said black man off the hook. 
is that if it's a strong black woman, will the black man just do nothing? Will he just say that the woman has it? Oh, she got it. We good. I'll just wait till she bring it home. And I'll wait till she comes home. Uh, she'll raise the kids. She'll get the food. Is that what we become, some of us? Where is our strength? Is our strength in our moral and ethical values? Or should it be there? Or is our strength or are our moral and ethical values influenced by our lack or inability to provide economically? in the economic matrix in the capitalist system. Does that facilitate or weaken us? There's been a market increase in the share of non-marital birth. Even though divorce rates have leveled off in recent decades, they remain higher than they were in the 1960s and 70s. Some experts suggest that change in the legal system have led to more opportunities for fathers to gain at least partial custody of their children in the event of a breakup. So some fathers are moving towards, there's more fathers becoming head of household. Is that a strong black male? Is it, are they, is he strong? Because you're separated from the female, or what makes that? What's, what's that situation create? What are we? How do we look at that? We're in a marriage, and I'm going to leave my wife. I'm going to take the kids. We don't know. There are many thousands of reasons why people separate marriages. Does that make them weak? Does that make that man a weak black man, or is that a weak, not strong black woman? What's happening there? He's forcing the woman out of the home. What's happening? Who's strong and who isn't? Does the word strong mean that you don't have any weaknesses? I don't think so. But is there anyone out there that thinks that that's what it means? Strong black man has no weaknesses. The biblical Samson has weaknesses. We have a caller. Welcome to Provocative Thoughts. Hello, this is Kim. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. Um, I just wanted to say um, I think um, nobody's perfect. So the whole thing of um, no one having weaknesses, I don't think that's real. But um, I think um, strong black man can be at any economic level. It don't have to be someone that has like uh, facts and everything like that. Um, I, I think... Um, for the most part, if someone is um is trying to do what they need to do to provide for their family within reason, you know, they're not like a threat to the people around them. I, I think that's being strong. So that's uh, what we're talking about, what you're relating to is ethical value? Yeah, well, if it's, a, if it's threatening other people, then I don't I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. I don't think they're, I don't think they're fulfilling their role or doing their part. 
Okay, so black fathers don't need money to be considered strong, right? Right. I think, um, I mean, sometimes they have circumstances, things that happen, you know, depending on what their situation is. Sometimes sometimes money isn't necessarily, you know, coming to everybody. They got to do what, you know, they have to do. But I just don't think money is, you know, I don't think that's like the test, whether or not you have, like, you know, loads of money. Okay, well, you live in an economic, you know, society, and sometimes people who are not able to buy those pair of sneakers, those school clothes, that, uh, you know, toys for that kid are considered deadbeat. Yeah, sometimes we get away from what's real, what's, what we really need, and we don't really need all those extra things. I mean, if I was a father in that kind of situation, as long as I'm providing shelter and food, uh, I will feel comfortable with myself. I don't have to provide the latest sneakers or the latest games and stuff like that. But, you know, doing what's what's needed and not all the extra stuff. I don't have to, you know, fall in line to everything that's advertised on television. What about the guy that has money that's not doing that? <laughs> well, he's not he's not doing his role. But he's strong he's not, but he, he has he's wealthy, not a millionaire, but he has a lot of money. But he's, and he's not, not take- Child. So is he a strong black male? He's successful in the, in the economic matrix? Wait, are you saying he's not taking care of his family, though? But he's not doing that. That's correct. I, I would say he's not He's not doing his role. He's not doing what he's supposed to do. He, right, but is he a strong black male? Capable black male. I don't know. I mean, he's... He's a black male with with things. I don't know if that means means that he's strong. Does it, that, that's a serious flaw to me if you're not taking care of your family. Okay. So even if you're you successful, if you're successful in the economic matrix, does not make you strong. I would agree with that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. But well, you know, Poverty is linked to single parenthood, you know? So more than one-third of fathers who are living at or below the poverty line are single parents. This share drops to 13% for those living above the poverty line. Black fathers are the most likely to be heads of single father households. 29% are. 29% are. The share drops to 20% among Hispanic fathers, and just 14% among white fathers. So why the disparity? I don't know. What's going on in the 
minds of some black men or couples that they have a higher rate of single um, parenthood. What's happening here? I don't know why um, some people make those choices. You know, I have friends that had the same thing I had. You know, both parents doing well enough, you know, doing as well as, as me. And um, I made better decisions. You know, that, you know, I just moved forward. And some of them made bad decisions. What's the best decision? Um, to do things that, um, where the police is looking for them to do, to get involved in things where other people are looking for them to hurt them, those type of things. I don't know why they made those decisions to, to do those things. We come from similar backgrounds as far as, like, you know, having well, both parents in the home and everything like that and, you know, not not wanting things but having reasonable access to things that we want. You know what I mean? Right. And they just made bad decisions to go on. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up now. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stand and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. I want to remind everyone. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox and four parts without commercial interruption. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading the charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hot moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your...